How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back giving you guys our three key matchups in Bears versus Panthers. Another tough game coming up for the Bears. The Panthers are 3-2 and two and tied for first place in the NFC South. We're going to be running you guys through the positional matchups that matter the most in this game. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, to talk about the Panthers and Bears, I am joined with one of my co-hosts, so we're going to be splitting three between two of us. I am joined with video producer and editor here at Bear Down, Zach Rimbo. Zach, how's it going, man? Doing good. Wrapped up class for college uh, about half an hour ago, um, so I'm, I'm ready to talk some Bears, clear my mind a little bit, and get my mind off of school for a little bit, and yeah, ready to talk about this matchup. Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, I would like to say it's been it's been a pretty good day for me. Uh, my fan page on Instagram, to Shy Bears News, the link to it's down in the description. Just hit ten thousand followers. I've gotten a ton of positive messages, a ton of great feedback from you guys, and I'm super blessed to be able to to be such a go to in the Bears' community. And I know a lot of you who follow that page also uh, listen here. So. For everyone who is tuning in, thank you guys so much for 10,000 followers. Just a little bit of a personal achievement, but that was definitely one of my goals in 2020. And with how poor 2020s uh, spelled out, I'm I'm glad that it happened. So for all of you who do support my page, I appreciate it. So let's just hop right into it. Uh, Zach, we have three factors. I have the offensive and the defensive, and you have the overarching. So I'm going to start here with the offensive factor. I'll, I'll go on to the defensive factor, which is going to be a little bit more slim, and then I'll pass it to you for the overarching factor. So my offensive factor in this game is going to be David Montgomery getting the ball going, uh, getting the run game going, uh, basically. The Bears are going to have to get the run game going in Week 6 if they want to move to 5-1, and one. and more specifically, obviously, David Montgomery. Now, there have been some rumors around Le'Veon Bell and the Bears, and we'll probably make an uncut uh, about that on Thursday, so be sure to look out for that, but... You know, uh, a lot of people want the Bears to sign him. A lot of people don't. Everyone remembers back in 2018 when he almost came to Chicago. But uh, you know what? We're here talking about David Montgomery today. Luckily for the Bears, the Panthers have been giving up a good bit of rushing yards and just lost uh, a couple of minutes ago. They're starting defensive tackle Kawan Short to a shoulder injury. Uh, he's headed to injury reserve and will be out for the season. Zach Kerr will fill in for him at defensive tackle. Josh Jacobs, just taking a look at how other running backs have succeeded against the Panthers. In week one, Josh Jacobs went off, rushed for 93 yards on 31 carries, three touchdowns, and the Raiders in total rushed for 133 yards on 31 touches. Uh, excuse me, I said 31 touches for Jacobs, but that's for the team as a whole. Uh, in week two, Leonard Fournette was playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and led their rushing attack. He totaled 103 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Ronald Jones, the second, someone we saw kill the Bears last week, also got in for a score against the Panthers as the Bucs rushed for 122 yards and three touchdowns total against Carolina. The success for running backs against the Panthers continued in week three. Austin Eckler for the Chargers, who obviously is out now, but was healthy then, rushed for 59 yards and a score, and the Chargers rushed for 117 yards total with a whopping 5.1 yards per carry. That's pretty solid. While Nick Foles isn't exactly uh, Kyler Murray, he did rush for 78 yards against the Panthers in Week 4. Kenyon Drake also got in on the action, adding 35 yards on the ground for a total of 129 yards for the Arizona Cardinals. And then taking a look at last week, Week 5, uh, the Panthers really did struggle against Todd Gurley, Brian Hill, and the Falcons. 
The Falcons gashed the Panthers on the ground. We saw Todd Gurley look like prime L.A. Todd Gurley rushed for 121 yards and a score, while the team rushed for a high of 166 yards total and averaged 6.6 yards per carry. After two weeks in a row getting held under 40 rushing yards, I do expect that the Bears will be able to get uh, find a ton of success on the ground in Week 6 against the Panthers, especially now that they're missing their main run stuffer in Quan Short. The Bears are averaging just under 100 rushing yards per game, 95.2 to be exact, but I expect them to have a big game on the ground versus Carolina, who has given up an average of 133.4 yards per game on the ground. Um Obviously, as I've said it in so many podcasts, a good rushing game is a quarterback's best friend. Hopefully, having a good run game will open up uh, a big opportunity for a very good game for Nick Foles against a suspect Carolina secondary that's allowed 229 passing yards and just under 24 points per game. So that is my offensive factor. Getting the run game going, it's going to be very, very important. So now let's hop onto the defensive factor. This was going to be Jalen's, but... Uh, he wasn't able to make it to record today. So the defensive factor is going to be the Bears' secondary, continuing to have success against Panthers wide receiver core that is very solid. So taking a look at the Panthers wide receiving core so far this season, they've had some success. Wide receiver three, Curtis Samuel, 14 catches for 147 yards, zero scores, but he is averaging 10.5 yards per catch. Taking a look at DJ Moore, who might be their wide receiver too now, he's had 18 catches for 288 yards, 16 yards per catch with a long of 38, zero scores for him. But where it really comes from in the passing game with the Panthers is their recently uh, acquired Robbie Anderson, who came over in free agency. He's had a, quite the year. 28 catches, 377 yards, 13.5 yards per catch, a long of 75 and a touchdown. It's going to be crucial that the Bears have a good game in pass defense if they win this one. Uh, obviously, also, they've been using Mike Davis a good bit. It doesn't seem like Christian McCaffrey is going to be playing in this one, but the Bears' secondary has been pretty good so far. Uh, Kyle Fuller and Jalen Johnson have allowed the lowest completion percentage in the NFL by quarterbacks, 41.2% for Fuller, 44.7% for Jalen Johnson. It's going to be really important that the Bears do all they can to slow down Teddy Bridgewater. It's going to, you know, he, he's been pretty hot throughout the last couple of weeks, but on the other hand, he hasn't had to do a lot as, as they've been running the ball a lot. And you would assume that the Panthers continue to run the ball in this one, but this is probably the toughest receiving core that the Bears are facing so far. We've seen Bridgewater throw only uh, 48 incomplete passes, 130 for 178. He's thrown for 1,460 yards, six touchdowns, and three interceptions. It's going to be crucial that the Bears shut it down. The Bears have done a very good job defending the pass, at least in my opinion. They've allowed 243.8 passing yards per game, but a decent bit of that comes in garbage time. So hopefully the Bears can shut down the pass in this one. Jalen Johnson's going to have another big game. He's probably going to be assigned with DJ Moore, and that's, that's going to be quite the matchup, or maybe Curtis Samuel, and he'll probably see a bit of Robbie Anderson as well. I trust Kyle Fuller coming into this one, but it's going to be very important that the Bears shut down the Panthers' passing attack if they win this one. And to go hand-in-hand hand with that, they're going to have to slow down Mike Davis in this game. Uh, we all don't want to see a Mike Davis revenge game against the Bears and he's had success recently, you know, ever since he's gotten the opportunity to step in for McCaffrey, who was missing four to six weeks, went on IR for a little bit. 
he's been able to find success and the Panthers aren't even going to need to pass the ball a ton if they have a solid rushing attack, but you're going to have to find a way to shut down the run, slow down Mike Davis, someone who Bears fans don't believe in, but Panthers fans definitely believe in. You're going to have to slow down Mike Davis and you're going to have to clamp up on those wide receivers. It's going to be very, very important that we limit Teddy Bridgewater in this game and get him off the field because he's been on a hot streak recently. So now with the overarching factor, I'm going to pass it to Zach. I feel like I've been talking for quite a long time, but Zach, what is your overarching matchup in this game? Yeah. So uh, we're definitely talking about the offense here and the overarching uh, factor here is going to be Nick Foles. Uh, Kawan Short was just reported having a season ending shoulder injury for the Panthers. Um, so that's going to be a matchup that's going to be huge in terms of uh, the, that that's a lacking piece for their defense now this week. Uh, the Bears are also reportedly uh, working to plug in a new left guard this week for Brad Biggs. So uh, that line's going to have to be protecting Nick Foles, and, and Nick Foles is going to have to have a great game this week. Um, and, and that's going to be another key factor of this offense besides the rushing. Uh, hopefully we can get the running game established this week, but it's definitely going to be, um, in terms of passing, it's going to be really important because we've seen uh, quarterbacks like Kyler Murray who – uh, put up 77.4 completion percentage against them, 133 yards for three touchdowns, zero interceptions, uh, recorded a 116.7 rating. Um, and that's and he also rushed. Uh, he was a leading rusher for the, the Cardinals that week. It was uh, six carries for 78 yards. Uh, Nick Foles doesn't have that ability to run and scramble out of the pocket, and he's not going to get 78 yards in the rushing game. So uh, we're really going to need that run game to step up, but Nick Foles is going to have to have a great game. Uh, in terms of uh, the quarterbacks that the Panthers have played, uh, they've played of the likes of Tom Brady, who had a 65.7 completion percentage against them uh, for 217 yards, one touchdown, and one interception for an 80.3 rating. Uh, we saw Tom Brady. He uh, we, we shot him down uh, last week, and uh, hopefully we're going to be doing the same here to Teddy Bridgewater. But um, Derek Carr also went into – the Panthers and played uh, had a pretty good game, seventy three point three percent completion percentage, two hundred and thirty nine yards for one touchdown, no interceptions, and a one hundred and seven point five rating. Uh, so coming into this week, uh, we've talked about it before, but the rushing game does need to be established. But Nick Foles really needs to come out, uh, play his game, be able to pick apart this defense who has been lacking in the passing game, uh, lacking all around, but especially in the passing game. Um, and it's a young secondary; they're missing some of their players. Uh, specifically Kawan Short. That's a big loss for them. Um, so we're going to have to take advantage of that uh, as we have been in, in weeks prior and come out this week and, and be able to beat the Panthers defense in the, in the air. So that's the key matchup for this game in terms of the overarching uh, matchup for this week. Yeah, we saw Nick Foles lead a game-winning drive last week and it was it was quite the sight to see, and we saw him lighting up Matt Nagy on the sideline before uh, that drive, and it's going to be important. I mean, we've seen inconsistency from Foles. We've seen him do some stuff that Mitchell Trubisky probably couldn't do, but it's still not all there, and one has to wonder if he can put it together in this game. It's going to be very important if he does, and if the Bears move to 5-1, and one, uh, they're heading down the stretch with some tough games, so it's going to be very important that the Bears take advantage of all three of these matchups if they want to win this game. A little bit shorter of a podcast for you guys today, but before you go, I would like to say Parth is going to be back in the next episode. I believe it'll be Fan Mail Friday. He does not have COVID-19. Lucky for him, he still had to quarantine for a week. He's back on campus now at Indiana, so 
Hopefully he will be back uh, for Fan Mail Friday and everything will hopefully return to normal. Zach, it's been a pleasure to have you, though. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs basically every day now there to get you guys ready for the Week 6 matchup between the Bears and the Panthers. So if you've got some extra time, go check out our website. We're doing a giveaway soon on social media. If you would like to find us on both Instagram and Twitter, you can find us on both platforms at Bear Down. And finally, you can find the links to me and Zach's social media down in the description. We're both posting a ton. It's definitely worth checking out as well. Zach Rimbos, it's been a while since just you and I have recorded a video together and I know once we hang up this call, we're going to be grinding out college work for uh, a little bit. But any last words? Uh, I mean, it was it was fun filling for Barth again. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, oh, okay, I can't speak. Uh, you guys started out this podcast, um, and you know, I, I joined in in April, and I've just been doing it here and there. Uh, especially, I was doing it a lot with you guys when when I uh, uh, when it was quarantine. But um, yeah, I mean, it's nice to fill in. It was fun. Um, and, you know, I did, uh, thankfully Parth is doing good. Um, but you know, we're just going to keep grinding out. I'm, I'm here to grind out the content and, uh, post it and get it up there. And, you know, hopefully we keep growing and we're close to 3k now. Right. And, uh, you know, keep yeah, subscribe, and, subscribe. If you're yeah. on YouTube, we are very close to 3000 subscribers. So yeah, subscribe. Yeah. So part, I mean, this, this helps me out. It makes it easier for me to, to be able to push more content out and, you know, focus on that as well. So Parth coming back will will be great. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been fun, but you know, let's keep going. We're not done yet. So let's absolutely keep going. This is definitely not the last you'll see or hear from Zach Rimbos on the channel. He always does a great job. So be sure to go check out his work. Uh, he, he posts on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, and he, he does all the editing for us. So we're super appreciative for him. And we hope you guys are excited to have Parth back because it, it's also felt a bit weird not having him here. You know, obviously, Zach mentioned it. We recorded with him a ton over quarantine around draft time doing our coverage for the NFL draft. But since then, it, it, you know, he's been working. I've been working. And <clears throat> there hasn't been a ton of time for us to record with him. So it was a nice change of pace. I'm excited to have Parth back. And this definitely won't be the last you're hearing from Zach. Uh, take my word from that, but it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Three key matchups will come up on Friday. Should be 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Parth Shaw returns. I guess you can call it the return if you want, but Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.